something That's like that? That's right. Yeah. Akira was 26, maybe? No, Takashi no, was Akira, 26. Takashi was 26. Um, Look, also... all I know is Michael Jordan's 23, alright? So, that's all I care about. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the goat, baby. <laughs> Michael Jordan. LeBron who? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. And it's your favorite host with the most, Sam the Bomb. Oh, actually, Sam the Turkey Tom, because it's almost Thanksgiving. And with me, of course, is Danny's. Big people like you shouldn't have these powers. <laughs> and Nick. Oh, Canada, my home and sacred land. <laughs> Oh my god, that was terrible. That's the main character, Canada. <laughs> anyway, honestly, get honestly, it? you should have just went with the lighthouse thing. You're fired. How many days have we been on this rock? You're fired. <laughs> and with, wait, with I said us, that wrong. With us Whatever. tonight is a very special guest, a fucking one of my best friends of all time. The 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 trio is complete now. Me, Drew, and the third of our trio. JP is with us tonight. Shout out to JP. Hey, what's up? I was telling um, Danny and Nick, I was like... Power move. He doesn't even have to quote anything. He just goes, yeah, 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 I didn't have anything ready, so I was like, all right. All right. (laughs) He doesn't use quotes like a crutch like me and Danny. (laughs) Freaking, well, because, like, I was telling Drew, like, hey, you're going to be on this app? And JP was like, dude, you should let me be on an app. What the fuck? Fuck Drew. And I was like, you're right. Drew's stupid. That's not what I said at all. (laughs) I said I'm very excited for Drew to be on a podcast and then i sort of passive aggressively was like i think i should be on one too i think that'd be good but whatever <laughs> i don't think I should, i'm good enough you know whatever no but I, so I'll, basically drew got scared it's like a wrestling match drew drew chickened out but yes. there's gonna be uh there's gonna be a showdown later in all honesty yeah, though there's gonna oh my be God, like a ladder match on 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 a waifu like Dude, contest. we should have we should have Drew as the MC, like has, has like a judge, and then like the rest of us do like a SmackDown thing, like anime SmackDown, and he judges oh. shit based on stuff he doesn't even know. We do have we we <laughs> do sick. we should do another SmackDown. And be like cutting like promos. We should be doing another SmackDown app soon, because the last the first oh yeah, one what, was, what did we do? Waifus. We did waifu SmackDown yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for real though, um, JP is like, like I always credit myself as the 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 movie slut on this podcast and Danny too, but like literally JP is the cinephile, like the probably one of the best ones I know other than like Mario and um, my other vodcast host, Joel, who I did cards in hand with those three are the, they are the guys that you go to for movies. And like, I think JP will really, really break down our main topic, which is Akira from 1988. And you're probably going, Sam? But first, Sam, we have to ask this question. How long have we been on this rock? Okay. There you go. <laughs> so you're probably wondering. Wait, what did he think about the lighthouse, though? We need to get that answer. No, but no, shut up. Nobody cares. Uh, so you're what probably. About Parasite? Nobody cares. You're probably wondering, Sam, why didn't you review this on your birthday when the movie came out? Well, because I did we it? fucking forgot. Uh, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> but it takes place in 2019. That's yeah, why we're doing it's, it. It's, it's, it's towards the end of 2019, so we have to get it in right now. That's that's why we're doing it. Booyah. So, 
so that being said, we're going to talk about that later. Get all of the, 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 the breakdowns and themes and thematic elements, the wonderful work that Katsuhiro Otomo did. But first, really quick right here, we're going to take a small break. Boom, check that out for me. Okay, and always links that anime summit on that. You can find every link right there. Instagram, uh, Discord, Twitter's on there. And our Patreon's not on there yet, but patreon.com slash anime summit. You can go there. Become a patron today. And uh, if you become a $1,000 tier, I will send a jar of my toenails. That's for you. Oh! Oh! If you do a $1,000 tier... And if you want to wash down those toenails... You should buy some Sherry's Berries. I thought we were done doing Sherry's right? Berries. Are we done doing that? Okay. No, because gotta, don't buy Sherry's Berries. You got to come up with some new material there, Nick. MeUndies. MeUndies. I thought we were doing, we were doing Nick Recruiter. <laughs> Nick Recruiter. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Zip. Recruiter. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, you, you could, do like Shout uh, out to Bill Burr. Mickey's the razors. greatest... Uh, not the greatest, uh, what do you call it, commercial guy? Anyway. Commercial guy. Also, He's a comedian, but. Also, yeah. get us to 100 reviews, please. If you go on iTunes and leave us a review or any other place where you can leave a podcast review, once we get to 100 reviews, we're going to throw down for y'all. Dude, we're catching up to uh, other anime podcasts, probably. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly certain we are, actually. Actually, and uh, that's. We're the- like, we're like, J- JP, you're, you're sweet JP, and we're your car right now. And you're Absolutely. putting in the NOS, and we're yeah, just JP, like... Yeah, JP, you've seen that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, me and Nick were talking about it, right? Yeah, Redline, yeah. That's sweet what I keep JP. calling I put the Redline gif. I'm like, we're sweet JP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping all the switches, the activating turbos and stuff. If you don't... Aren't they racing on, like, the moon? If you don't cosplay as They're racing JP. on Robo World. Robo World. <laughs> That's so sick. Well, there's, like, <laughs> nuclear shit going on, and another, like, mini Akira... Basically, <laughs> pretty much. That's God damn. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, I need to do actually too. Like, I'm down to rewatch that right now. What's better, Redline or Akira? Smackdown. Smackdown. Let's go. <laughs> um, speaking of other podcasts, though, I again guested on the Project Manga podcast on their last tangential tie-ins episode for season one of their podcast. So you can go over there and check it out. You can go to their YouTube, and in their YouTube descriptions, they always have the link trees, and you can join the Discord as well. Project colon capital M period A period N period. It's like a you know uh, what do you call it acronym? Project Manga. Uh, go there, and I was guessed. I guessed it on the episode uh, of Tangential Tie-ins, the evolution of shonen storytelling, and I also guessed it along with the other Anatuber Sensei Lug Love. And oh my god, dude! Sensei the Glove is he dude? That dude's dude, that so is funny. a sexy sounding name, right? Dude, there. he's he's really funny, and he they, he does a lot of um One Piece content, but he does other anime stuff too, and uh, he's really cool. We had a really sweet conversation about shonens over there, so please go check that out. Pro- please check out the Project Manga podcast. Show some love, okay? Show some love. Shout out to Noxie. Shout out to Kiko. Shout out to Vengeful Eagle. Shout out to Sensei the Glove. Let's get into it. Akira from nineteen eighty. Waifun has Bando. Waifu of the week is K because she's, she's hot. practically the only girl. She's That's the she's the main girl, right? The, the, like uh, she's the, the revolutionary love girl. Yeah. yeah, the the revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah, she rules. She's she's sweet, yeah. And then uh of course as Bando of the Hour is Kaneda. What, not Tetsuo? Tetsuo We should have made the waifu and husbando 
Kanada and Tetsuo. Nick, shut up. <laughs> Which one would be the bottom, though? Oh, Tetsuo. Made it the sure. two little, Tetsuo, two he, little freak kids. He, 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 uh, he absorbs the other guy. So, yeah. These were pretty obvious waifu and husbando, Kanada and K. Yep, I yeah. agree. Um, and also, I, I will mention, too, that um, we did do, on the Manga Book Club, the first thing we did was Akira. So, like... If we're we're not gonna, I'm not gonna reference the manga too much here. I, I probably will like here and there, but not so much. We're not gonna like do like, be could be doing like a full on comparison really. But like, if you want to hear what we thought of there, you can listen to me and other Discord members in the Manga Book Club talk about me that too. on our YouTube. The, uh, oh yeah, Danny the manga cover or the the movie covers like two or three chunks of the manga. Is that right? So and then the, the manga, story goes so after the movie, the movie too. The movie in itself is the first volume and a couple pages of the last volume of volume six it basically yeah because but like, then isn't there more story after the movie no like the movie ending no no so, so yeah so the okay. movie the movie i got conflicting reports the the movie was released while the manga was still going the yeah. manga didn't end until 1990 the so, manga took like eight years to make basically well, they were releasing it in. Well, they were they releasing it in, it in Young Jump Weekly. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. it took eight years to make. Yeah, so so the the thing is is I like to say that the manga is divided in two halves, and that's um, before the second explosion and after the second explosion. So like basically, the movie covers the movie covers the before part and then adds its own ending. And actually, yeah, that's so, what I said. So yeah. in the manga, they 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 go further past into like well, like a Mad Max world, type right? Thing, but right? that but that makes it seem like that the movie is not done, but the movie is done. That's what. Well, that's the why movie was, has an ending. It ends the arc, and then there's another arc. There isn't another arc. The movie is the way it right? is, and that's it. No, I, the I'm movie, talking about in the manga, right? So in the manga, don't they go f- further past that explosion? Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I've been saying the whole it's fucking the time. Right, but so... you say things stupid, so I have to correct people. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Okay, not anyway. only that, but, like, I can't remember whose um, video I watched this in, but the movie itself is pretty much its own adaptation, and then there's the manga adaptation. So they're two separate things. Otomo. And then there's a TV show coming out soon. Oh, no way. Oh, no. Yeah, you guys didn't sucks. hear about that? I thought it was a movie. Um, and new anime project. So, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know what that. Okay. I don't know what that's about. I was talking. About I the thought it was going to be a TV show, and it's like, well, that's fine. Or maybe it might be like an ONA or OVA type thing too. I'd be so. excited a TV to see what show that would is. Probably be um, better. But yeah, do another movie. Basically, it's the, not one hundred percent confirmed what it is. The movie, the the movie, just to give some background information, um, it. It is the studio is Tokyo Movie Shinsha came out in 1988 on my birthday, and uh, it was directed by Katsuhiro Otomo, who also authored and uh, illustrated the manga. And uh, what else has he done? That's like all he's done is Akira, right? Well, no, he mm-hmm. also did a no. Domu and Steam Boy and Steam Boy. Oh, that's right, he oh, did yeah, Steam yeah, Boy, yeah, and yeah. then Steam he also Boy. did one of the shorts in that. Uh, uh, what was it? Shoot, hold on, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> when he did a short in that one anime film. That has three shorts in it. And then he also did Robot Carnival. Oh, Robot Carnival. Well, he did the opening and ending for that, yeah. I need to watch Robot Carnival one of these days. Man, the cover for Steam Boy, it looks like it's the exact same as the cover for Akira. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and that movie was also incredibly expensive. Actually, more expensive than Akira. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This came out in 2004, yeah. so they added all kinds of extra shit. Like, yeah, Akira was the most expensive movie at the time, and then uh, it took until, I think, I think it was Spirited Away for another anime movie to eclipse it. Prince yeah. Prince in terms of budget. Yeah. yeah, Spirited Away beat it uh, by, like, a hair. Because uh, Akira's budget was, like, 1.1 billion yen, which is, like, 9 or $10 million, and yeah. Spirited Away was a bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was based on the manga, but then like 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 Danny said earlier, the manga was still technically going when they were making it, so it's kind of like its own thing. And then, it, but you can buy it in six volumes, six trade back volumes, um, and they're really awesome. Shout out to Sen for sending me a copy of the first volume. I fucking love it; it's so amazing. Um, I have the first three volumes. Yeah, they're kind of hard to find. Those ones that the ones me and Danny are referring to, but um, yeah, right stuff has it has it. Um, on sale. Right so stuff. Oh, right, right stuff, stuff is really good. Yeah, for buying yeah, anime where, like hard copies and stuff. Yeah. Although, although if you go to Barnes and Noble, they're there as well. I've seen I've seen the same copy that I have um, in Barnes and Noble. JP, have you read the manga or no? No, not at all. Ooh, oh, dude, I haven't either. I need to read it. <laughs> Ooh, dude, you should. You should. I've been on the anime uh, podcast remember. for like four years. And I'm like, eh, I don't read manga. <laughs> but yeah, whoever wants to, so, Nick, do you want to summarize? Give a summary. Oh, I thought you were going to do that. Oh, I can do I can it. Do yeah, it. Fine. I can just read it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. So we, we combined. We What did we do? We Frankenstein two summaries together from uh, Wikipedia and Anime News Network. So yes. uh, the summary is as follows. On July 1988, a singularity destroys Tokyo. By 2019, Tokyo is rebuilt. Known as Neo-Tokyo, it is plagued by corruption, anti-government protests, terrorism, and gang violence, and is on the verge of collapse. A top-secret child with amazing powers of the mind breaks free from custody and accidentally gets a motorcycle gang involved in the project. The inc- the incident triggers psychic powers within one of the members, Tetsuo, and he is taken by the army and experimented on. His mind has been warped and now on the path of war, exacting revenge on society that once called him weak. So, yeah, Kakira is kind of like a, a cyberpunk... Um, it's kind of like a representation of like post-war Japan or like a metaphor for it a little bit. With the you know the atomic bombs that were dropped on the Hiroshima and Nagasaki because you got Akira kind of represents that, and mm-hmm. um, they go through it, the the movie is just it is what what was just said there it's like gang violence political corruption um, military coups and, and lo- tons of violence you know protest riots religious fervor and all that so the way I it's see pretty it, cool the way I see it in the movie and in the manga is like there's what i what i see is there's there's four factions right not not they're not like official in the in the anime but like just how, how i see it there's the gangs there's the government okay. there's the cultists or the revolutionaries and then there's the fucking regular people just trying to fucking live and like all of that combined you know you got the revolutionaries trying to um i think the cultists are different from like the protesters yeah, because, like, some of the protesters are just straight up, like, no, fuck the government. And then there's... Yeah, because I remember, like, because I watched it on um, Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, whenever they had a sign, the subtitles would say what the sign said. And they'd be like, you know, like, no more imperialism, stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas the cultists were like, please bathe us in your sacred fire or whatever. They were trying to... Well, because some of the protesters and were, like, and cultists, like, kind of worked hand in hand. They were kind of like... 
we know you're hiding something. That explosion wasn't an atomic bomb. It was Akira. And we know you're hiding him. Like, tell us the truth about Akira. And some of the, like, the fucking revolutionaries, uh, actually our waifu of the week, Kay, is one of them. She's one of the people trying to break into, like, the fucking, they're trying to break into the fucking facilities and break out the children who have the Akira wave or whatever. Yeah, and that's, like, kind of a weird thing is they never really explain, like, I guess. In the movie, the they or, yeah, In the movie, uh, like, what, like, the revolutionary purpose of breaking out, like, the kids are. But I guess, you know, whatever. I always just, just assumed it was info. because, I see, because I always thought that the, them and the protesters kind of went hand in hand. And I always just assumed it was because they want to expose the truth about Akira and stop fucking with children. And, like, we deserve to know, like, why our fucking, why Tokyo is in the state it is now. And you yeah. guys are hiding that shit. Like, okay. Area 51, you know. But like, I'm sure it goes into greater detail in the, cultists, the, uh, in the manga. The cultists are going to do the Naruto run through... Yeah, <laughs> through, through the sub-level B8. I love that whatever. one cultist with like the beads and the hat, the big big hair or the or hair, whatever, whatever yeah. that guy is. Yeah, he is like a fucking yeah, yeah like Miyako. Well, that's actually not a man; that's a woman. No, but in the movie, it was they 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 it was a dude. I know they portrayed her as as a dude, but in the manga, she's it's like getting carried around by like on a what are they? But called? yeah, in the, in the manga, it's, it's Miyako, Lady Miyako, but. Anyway, um, yeah, no, so the way, like, it starts is the t- two gangs, the capsules and the clowns, are going to meet in the streets and they're going to fight. And one of the the main character, Kaneda, his best friend, like the kid he grew up with, Tetsuo, is also in the gang. And as they're fighting the clowns and driving through the city on their motorcycles, Tetsuo accidentally runs in to one of the Akira children, Takashi, number 26 is what they call him, as he was being... Uh, he he got broken out of by like a revolutionary, and then he ran on his own. And uh, Tetsuo ran into him with his bike, and naturally Takashi put up a force field, and uh, Tetsuo crashed into the force field. And then the government took Tetsuo away because now he's been exposed, and they have to test him to make sure if the Akira wave wake- awakened in him, and it did. And Tetsuo, now having known this, he wants to know more, and he's just like. He wants to know who Akira is. All these, all these memories of of all the other children are flooding into his head. Akira is flooding into his head, and he's like, "I'm fucking powerful now, and society in Kaneda has beaten me down so much, and now I'm just gonna fucking fight back and destroy all of you, and I'm gonna become a god and fuck all of you people." And that's like, and then Kaneda is basically just like, "Okay, well, you're still a little." A little bitch to me so i'm gonna you know like <laughs> like yeah because they're they're friends and buddies and yeah their child is sort of like a like a big brother little brother thing yeah you know? yeah for sure like tattoo is like oh i'm just as tough as you or whatever yeah and is always like hey i'm here to save you and shit. yeah and, and you so find out right away that saved. tetsuo covets kaneda's bike he's got that red the iconic red oh, yeah, uh the, Whatever you call it, it's just it's like a crazy futuristic motorcycle. Yeah, all the motorcycles look pretty sweet, but the the red one is the mm-hmm. best one. Yeah, yeah, and especially in the early scenes of the movie, you see the, those red uh, light trails when they're like chasing the gang. Oh, that was gang, so sick! It's like like you, the you brake see the lights, city, the like streaking in the background. Yeah, and that was mm-hmm. all hand drawn. Like the whole movie is hand drawn, right? Um, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, like you see the you know a little bit of their relationship, or like he likes his bike, or Tetsuo likes Kanada's bike. Don't want to be confusing. And yeah, it's like a it's not like a jealousy thing, but it's like like a role model like thing. He like had, I mean, he admires, Canada's got yeah. the coolest fucking bike. Yeah, 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 and he's got the pill jacket too. So the yeah, the iconic one, and and then like you know we've all seen like the posters of the of the bike skid where you're you know you're skidding away from the camera, like mm-hmm. directly away from it. Yeah, and tons of other pop culture media has has imitated that. Like the Simpsons have done it. Uh, like pretty much everything has done it. So, um, it was definitely yeah, it's pretty really cool. inspired for Western films. I think a yeah. in itself is like it's such a cult classic. It's inspired. It's like in, it's very relevant in pop culture. And uh, Nick- it's probably the most important anime for modern anime fandom, as far as like the the first like. Uh, milestone right. for modern anime fandom because of course there's anime before akira you know in the 60s and 70s and even before that but yeah. like um the late as 80s far as like and what 90s was pretty much like yeah the golden that, age that's what uh, was like the explosion that the, that came over to the west to america and like manga entertainment like brought akira over and then people were like whoa this isn't a kid's cartoon. I thought all cartoons were Disney. And <laughs> you're seeing people like getting fucking exploded and like body horror and stuff. And I remember seeing yeah, and, like, like TV infomercials for Akira because at first they wouldn't sell it in the store. You had to order it through this infomercial and like it would show a couple scenes here and there. And like it was like absolutely not for children. And you had to have your parents order it for you, and it's like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, on the other hand, you had like Legend of the Overfiend was just sitting on the shelf and yeah, Legend of the whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that and and um, Wicked Fist City. of the North Star. Yeah, Fist of the North Star, and everyone's heads is just blowing up. Like, like, yeah, no, giant babies walking around in this movie is too violent. <laughs> giant babies walking, around. dude. If it doesn't have a giant baby, I don't want to see it. Okay, <laughs> but like, spirited so, away, you're good. So, like, Nick actually posted this podcast earlier called Greatest Movie Ever Podcast, which I love. If you've never heard of the Greatest Movie Ever Podcast, you should listen to it. It's it's really cool. Um, <laughs> he reviewed this with his mom, dude. It was awesome. That's such a <laughs> oh, like, yeah, cool yeah. idea. Yeah. And he had like a contest for it, and it was like you, you listeners have to watch it with your mom, and then like, uh, if you do, I'll enter you in a drawing to win like the Akira soundtrack I have on CD. And then it was it was really funny actually, but yeah, he reviewed it with his mom, and uh, it, it was it was a shorter episode, but it was really cool. But one of the things he says in the beginning is like, a lot of podcasts like won't like review Akira because either it's like you've already seen it or you're just never gonna watch it, and I think like. Because it's the end of 2019, that's why we wanted to do it. But also because it's Akira and we haven't yet, and we just should. But like, honestly, like without like taking you through the whole movie, it just really should be watched. Like it just like it's such. Yeah, there's so many. Whether memories. you're an anime fan or not, really, because it's a big pop culture uh, like beacon. That's what like I was Star Wars. Say, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It goes beyond just being like, oh, I love the anime. It's didn't like, didn't Roger Ebert um, rank it as like the top uh one of his tops uh films to see or something like that he gave it his yeah, famous thumbs up twice there you go once yeah. and once two thumbs up the two thumbs up once <laughs> once insane. once when the original dub came out and the, the the second time when the 2001 dub came out 
Whoa, there's two dubs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's the streamlined dub and then the one with John Young Bosch. Um, yeah. Which is the Funimation one? John Young Probably Bosch. Probably the John Young Bosch. John yeah, Young Bosch. Streamlined okay, that's is the, the one that company. I watched. Shout out to um, JYB. And yeah, like it, it's really funny though, like listening to the audio of this because like, especially like I watched it subbed this time because I've seen one of I don't remember which dub I watched, but anyway, I saw one, a dub a long time ago, and like the audio that so like the visuals of Akira we can all agree are are incredible. Like you have the most well, it's uh, cells in any anime, mm-hmm. um, and they also did it, it in like you can tell they just second. threw money. At there's four hundred fifty thousand cells in the movie, and yeah. there's. 160,000 individual pictures, which is like two to three times as much as most anime movies. Um, Cause they, like, animated they didn't this skimp on, on background either. Yeah. Like, and oh, like no. there's all the backgrounds are and animated layers, and shit. Every and little detail was, was really thought out and yeah. drawn out very thoroughly. W- one guy, I forgot his name. I'd have to Google it again, but some guy opened his own like private museum for Akira cells and artwork. <laughs> Because there's actually, oh, that's, that's how much sick. artwork is in the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so you have like those these really incredible like visual artwork. But then the sound effects for me personally, I don't know if I the version it was like, the it was the version I watched, but like the sound effects just don't match the <laughs> the, the visuals. Um, is that just me? I thought they were fine. Like what? What's an like they're fine, but like anything. modern sound the effects sub- sound so much better though. I'm yeah, not trying okay. to like, nitpick, but yeah, no, I think I know what you're talking about because. I have I have the movie on Blu-ray and the one that I have has both the 2001 dub and also the original dub and the sub. So the one I actually didn't watch it on my Blu-ray, but I I watched it. I was lazy and I watched it on Hulu. And I watched the sub first because I haven't I've seen both the 2001 and and the original. And I definitely can agree with Nick that some of the sound effects didn't really match up too much. <laughs> I don't know why that is. That's just yeah. that's just interesting Probably to know. Yeah, the time, like they maybe. were there there I think one one scene that I can definitely tell that they kind of missed on the sound effect was when um Tetsuo was ha- getting a migraine when he like escaped and stuff and he like collapsed to the ground and like you know how like sometimes um in oh, he's some, trying to pick up an- his organs. Yeah, like some animators would would like either make that weird crunchy noise or whatever when you collapse to the ground and stuff, and they did not do that in there. There was just nothing, right? It was yeah, just there was like it was silent. Which oh. sometimes yeah, no, I thought that was though. like a it could be intentional. S- yeah, an intentional like because at that point he's like falling on the ground, seeing his shadow like collapse into ruin and picking up his guts. Oh, I thought it so was good. supposed to be like because it know, was oh, in his mind, it. so it yeah, didn't actually happen. Yeah, I suppose. I uh, so like I've seen all of them, all the versions, but the the first time I watched it is I have the VHS tape that was um, made by Orion Home Video, and the streamlined there was a streamlined dub, and the front cover is it just says Akira Neo Tokyo is about to explode in gross yellow letters on top. And such a good tagline. Yeah, yeah Tokyo is about to explode. And it's 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 a Kaneda on his bike going running like coming for, toward you, and the city's behind him. Um, I have and it has the not for kids sticker on it actually. Um, but then I also that means have, kids are gonna buy it. That means kids are gonna buy yeah, it. And I also have the 2001 DVD version with with the new dub and 
Um, but yeah, I actually really With want Vash that Blu-ray one. <laughs> so I'm actually really curious though to hear JP's like take on the themes and like his takeaways from it, just because I'm like I love the way he breaks it down. To be honest, yeah, I mean like the major thing going through it, or at least that I thought was like the relationship between like Kanada and Tetsuo. And Tetsuo is sort of like the little picked on brother. You know, kind of shrimpier than Kanada, and Kanada is like a, I don't know, your typical like hero boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got the cool bike, um, but like, so Tetsuo, who I don't know, is he like fourteen? Yeah, they're about middle school age. That's yeah. what I figure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tetsuo's like doing his best in the beginning, the chase or whatever, trying to like prove himself to Canada with like you know uh, going through that fire thing like the fire suppression stuff after it stopped and then uh, getting you know smashing into it or whatever and getting the final clown guy but then yeah 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 so when he like crashes and gets taken to the thing like uh, you start to see like even though Canada was picking on Tetsuo so much like you know hey get your head in the game you'll never be able to handle my bike or whatever like after that he like you can see that he like super cares for him and stuff and uh like so the scene where they're at their like bad kids school yeah and uh like i guess his girlfriend or something was like talking and was like What's the deal with that Tetsuo kid? Where'd he go? Who cares? Or something like that. And he's like, I'm Sorry. sick of you flirting with me. Get the hell out of here. You know? Right. And he'd like, I don't know, basically says like shove off or whatever. But like you start to see that like he's like, yeah, he's worried where like, you know, his sort of like adopted little brother went. So then he goes and tries to rescue him and stuff. But by this time, Tetsuo has acquired, like, power where, you know, basically he views, like, he can save himself and everything. And he's, you know, at Kanada's level or whatever, or beyond it later. But, like, you see when he steals, like, the bike and uh, he takes off the bike and the girl, who I cannot remember her name. Kairi. Kyrie. Oh, the really skinny girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He takes off with her, and they're like, oh, we're going to just drive off and blah, 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 or whatever. And then they run into the gang, and uh, he's, like, you know, acting tough and all that stuff. But, like, even though he stole Canada's bike, he's, like, I mean, there's, like, his line is something like, I'm gonna kill you if you touch that bike oh, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. if you if you make one scratch on that bike, I'll kill you or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's like a super sort of like deep respect he has. Where I mean, you can see he's like trying to like prove himself in some way, and then I mean later his power kind of goes to his head, and he's yeah he goes psycho mode, goes a sicko mode, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, and then when uh, Canada and Kay go to rescue him, and he's like, ah, ha, 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 you thought I needed rescued? Sorry, Canny. Yeah. And he's like, 
just like a prick little kid who has a lot of power yeah but then at the end you see like he's when he's kind of like transforming into that just sort of like apocalyptic like mass he's like i forget what the line was he starts screaming for canada to help him he's like canada help me yeah and i mean he can't at that point right i think that's very important that's one of the very most like important parts of the story is Tetsuo feeling like he was being looked down upon as he was the weakest and cause, which he kind of was, you know, in ways. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally acquires this, there's something to be said about being responsible when you acquire something like that. And he just doesn't care. He's just like, nope, I'm going to pay back everybody, whoever was condescending to me, whoever fucked me over, whoever pisses me off or talks back to me i'm gonna fucking blow them up right oh i think also when i was re-watching it one of the things that i thought was like interesting was like so they went he or he went to the hangout the haruki club or oh, whatever. The little bar yeah that they hang out at the, the little bar where he sold capsules and he's like give me some capsules and stuff yeah and it seemed just like you know a kid like being like hey i'm an adult now you know what i mean yeah and he's like and then when uh shoot what's his name katagawa yeah the uh biker who gets killed yeah oh, comes yamagata? yamagata yamagata yeah that was it yep yeah he's like i mean he's like taking fistfuls of these just drugs and it seemed just like you know i guess like the adults or whatever, like the grown-ups take this. And so now he is because he has, you know, the power over a grown-up. Good right. for health, bad for education. Well, those, yeah, they don't, they don't say it in the movie, but like people gang, in gangs on the streets and stuff, they take like one to get super fucking high. And right, and you can he, see he's like going into like psychosis from it. Right, but like he, those, those pills are actually to help their body um, to be able to withstand the ever-growing Akira flow inside of them. Is that what they were? That's, they, don't, they don't say like, it in the film, but yeah, that's what they are. And cause, like, well, the, it kind of represents the, the, uh, the, like, the deformations and mutations of uh, post-war Japan, you know, where everyone's getting the radiation sickness. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sort of. So they're sort of like iodine pills. Kind of, yeah. Like he, gets, yeah. He, he gets headaches if he doesn't uh, take them. Yeah, I didn't know they were the same thing because I know he was like, I need pills or whatever for his headache while he's at the medical facility. Yeah. But I didn't know if capsules were the same. I figured they were just like speed or something. Yeah. It's, it's just a placebo. <laughs> Turns out yeah, it's Yeah, like it doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're so expensive now. But no, I'm glad and he's you... just like filling like granulated sugar into these little things. <laughs> yeah, hey, like... placebos work. No, do you like in uh, no, you. like in uh, the birdcage? And he's like, what are purine tablets? What are you giving him drugs for? And he's like, it's aspirin with the A and S scratched off. And he's like, that's brilliant. He's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like pure placebo. Is like, Dude, placebo really effect anything. is a real thing. No, yeah, it, it, it is, definitely yeah. is. Yeah. It's weird. Dude, there's a real thing where like, I forgot who it was, some guy or person, they they do this uh, voodoo where like they, it's like cosmic healing energy where they're like whooshing their hands over like your injured body part and it heals faster. Was that like Ray K? It might be, but like it's, it, it actually Reiki, yeah. does like kind of work, like just because you believe it's going to work. I right. don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like hypnosis. Yeah. So JP, what do you th- what do you what do you think are like some themes that you take away from it? 
I mean, like, the first one is, like, I mean, like Nick was saying, that it's, like, clearly, like, in very, like, direct relation to, like, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which is, like, Japan. Japan has, like, a uh, very, I guess, intimate, like, view on, you know what I mean? Like, not to diminish, like, the tragedy of it, but, like, they, it's... Um, that's what I, I mean. That's I what Godzilla it. is, really. It's the, right, it's right. the atomic bomb, right? Yeah. So it's something that like is sort of like I feel like it's hard to understand if like you haven't like directly experienced it or like you know historically experienced it. Um, but definitely got that vibe from it, especially with sort of like the anti-imperialist like protests and stuff which then went on to like a military coup military coup i mean you kind of imagine that's leading to an imperialist type thing and then you know the second uh what is it called what did they call it the second explosion explosion i think it was that the second impact <laughs> yeah, we'll call yeah. It. Second and then the third impact <laughs> and that was coming up to that's so cool to see how like anime evolves over the years and like decades because you had because this a hero was i don't know if it was really it wasn't try like miss or necessarily paying homage but like the otomo's one of his favorite anime was was tetsujin 28 or gigantor mm. oh really mm-hmm. from the yeah. 60s so like yeah. a lot of these uh a lot of the like the big sci-fi anime creators of like the 80s grew up on the anime of the 60s obviously and, and stuff from that era so they they pulled from there and made it a little you know their own version of it and then we're pulling from them <laughs> Atomo, and then Atomo. people are pulling from and now we're pulling from like little sister dating simulator mm-hmm. trapped another world <laughs> shit <laughs> so um, Atomo named Tetsuo and Kaneda after I think characters from Gigantor yeah yeah, yeah. That's cool. so yeah, um, and, and also if, Tetsuo is number twenty-eight, s- I believe, out of the children. No, no Akira. No, Akira was the little boy yeah, was. Oh, that's right. That's like right. That? Yeah, Akira was twenty-six, maybe. No, Takashi no, was twenty-six. Takashi was twenty-six. Um, Kyoko... Look, all I know is Michael Jordan's twenty-three. All right, so that's all I care about. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's the goat, baby. <laughs> Michael Jordan. LeBron, who? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. LeBron. We just lost half our patrons. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, it's a great, fi- it's a great fucking film, man. Old fucking. I don't know, man. Psalms <laughs> just what? like fucking Akira. Fucking. <laughs> what were your thoughts on it? I think it's for its time, man. It's just so, it's so revolutionary in, in terms of animation and story, and like the. Th- like the themes I took away from it were definitely like, you know, corruption and greed. Cause then also you have this other like fucking, uh, third party over here. Nezu. Oh, I forgot about oh, him. Nezu yeah, means playing rat. like both sides. He looks, he looks like, like a rat. rat. Too. Yeah. He fucking... I also know that from magic, the gathering, Nezumi grave robber. Okay. Oh, really? Nezumi grave robber. <laughs> I know that card. Are they, are the fucking ninja rats, dude? Yeah, Oki- dude. Ninja o- rats. Kiba gang shinobi. That's what I'm saying. Inkai's. Yeah, dude, they were the shit. But no, like, Nezu, like, he is, like, his company is, like, funding the research on, in the children or whatever. 
and I think it was just like the government itself, not even his company. Right, I think right. It was just a high. But then he was also pretending to be like one of the leaders of like the revolutionaries. Yeah, because what's his name came to him and he's like, "I'm sorry, I failed." Yeah, Ryu, Ryu did. Yeah, or they called him Roy in the streamlined dub. But oh, really? Yeah, they called yeah. him Roy. That Where's stinks. Marth? <laughs> yeah, Roy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like um. And he's he is kind of like two time in bitches, and his plan is to just like, you know, set some shit off and then take a bunch of money and run. But yeah, I have yeah, a he question. had a safe full of money. Yeah, actually, let's throw down questions because I know people have questions. Like, there's so many questions. <laughs> well, we, we gotta talk about he... that ending scene later on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, definitely. oh yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, I must say, did did Nezzy kill those folks? When they were in the bathroom, like, all blooded up? Or did they kill themselves? I had, like, a hard time figuring out. Oh, it's fuzzy for me, too. I don't I don't actually remember. No, he definitely killed them. I think he shot him. Did he? I think okay. he did, yeah. yeah. I want to say he did shoot shoot them. Because he, he, okay. shot, he shot Ryu. Yeah. True. And then Ryu, like, chased him everywhere. That was weird, too. Yeah, they didn't really explain that very well. I think that's yeah, also the movie- one of the... The movie was a little bit, um, what do you call it, truncated. Like they, it, it's hard for them to fit all that story into a movie, right? Yeah, and I think that's a yeah. product of them having doing it while the manga was still going also. But the other thing, like all that stuff was sort of like secondary or almost even like tertiary. Yeah. Like it wasn't all the important plots or all the important points of the main plot were explained enough or whatever, like Akira, the... I guess force that is Akira was explained enough where you're like, okay. So like the motives of like the secondary groups or whatever was sort of not nearly as important. No, it yeah. Sort of like it, by the time it drives the plot along, by the time Tetsuo was like running rampant or whatever, it like that, that shit literally didn't matter no more. Like the revolutionaries and Nezu's like crap, like that shit did not matter. Like, yeah, I thought it was funny that like uh so as Tetsuo's running rampant when he gets his red cape or whatever um there's like cape. the Akira cult <laughs> following him and then also like people who are like is this man like the only person who's standing up against the coup and it was like people just putting like whatever uh view they had on Tetsuo and all he's trying to do is be like, I'm king shit. I'm kicking ass everywhere. <laughs> People are viewing him like this god or whatever. And yeah, like, or they're viewing him as like, you know, I don't know, whatever fits their idea of what they're trying to espouse. Which well, is super Kyrie creepy. Well, even was questioning, like, why are they calling you Akira? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is super creepy. That was one of the creepy parts of the film for me was... The all those, kids? No, the fucking cultist people. Those freaks. Cult shit scares me. Like, these people are just willing to yeah. die for some random dude, and it's just like... Not even willing to die, but, like, begging to be burned in holy fire. Right. Like, they weren't just like, oh, when the... The rapture is coming! Comes. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I'm begging for a meteor to crash into the world, please. Right, it was wild. And, um... 
Don't fuck with cults, kids. It's not good. <laughs> Don't drink yeah, the Kool-Aid. That's the general message of the movie. That cult was fucked up. Yeah, Except no, for did. the Anime Summit cult. Please join our Patreon. Right? Please join our Patreon. <laughs> join the compound. Um, but no, like that. That which leads to like, if we were if we were to bring it full circle, right? Which leads back to the cult and the drugs and all that stuff. Funny enough, uh, the next uh, Olympic Games is going to happen in 2020. But uh, one of the big things in uh, Akira is they're building a new Olympic stadium because this movie takes oh, place yeah, in 2019. It's happening now in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, Jesus. And they're building it on the ruins of old Tokyo Yeah, in the film, right? Yeah, and actually beneath the stadium is where Akira is, is sleeping or where the he Right, is. and he's kept like at like point zero 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 five Calvin, which is like just above absolute zero. Yeah, right. And which you find out like it's which, just his which tissue by the samples. way, I find it so incredibly like non scientifical that the guys when they went to go visit uh I know, Akira's I know uh, you're gonna say bomb, whatever you want to call it, all they wore was just fucking jackets. Yeah, this is like, it's like oh, the temperature okay, that'll where keep you nothing warm. can move, like molecules can't even move anymore, right? Like, barely above that, and they're not wearing like a hat. They're right, not yeah. wearing hats. They're not wearing gloves. No scarves. Just like this simple, fucking lab coat of a jacket. Yeah, and it, but you know, it's cold because like it fogs when they breathe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's probably pretty cold. Well, like, also, so, like, yeah, that's being, that's, like, underneath the Olympic Stadium. So, naturally, Tetsuo goes there, and he's, like, sitting on, like, this weird chair. I think they were building it for, like, you know, uh, for aesthetic purposes. I think, actually, did he build it out of, like, all, like, the debris and... uh, Well, in the manga, he did. Detritus? Nick, what's that word? Detritus. Detritus, thank you. It's like a in spelling ma- bee. Detritus. In the manga, he he built he built a, a throne because in the manga, so in the manga, Akira actually wakes up like he's the an actual throne. physical being. He's not like an entity like how the movie portrays him. Yeah, he's um, very briefly shown in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like flashbacks or like psychic a lot of flashbacks, images. and then when when the second collateral damage bomb of light um popped up right. so Second but in the in the manga in the <laughs> manga they yeah the human uh instrumentality project yeah <laughs> got him. everyone that's a good group. reference yes i think we should like talk about the ending scene real quick before we like talk oh about yes the... this is like one of the most iconic parts of the movie well it's... one of them there's actually a lot of uh iconic imagery in here but so so just basically the way it starts the way the climax starts is uh tetsuo is sitting on this throne and he's like he i mean they he has already discovered that akira is basically just pieces in a jar like his his spine is like in one jar and his parts of his brain are in another and whatever and uh he's disappointed he's pissed because he like wanted to fight him he wanted to fight akira like you know and uh additionally like uh the other uh, espers, the little psycho freak kids, yeah, the kids they controlled old, old people, yeah, K to uh, like stop him. Fucking Jamie, it, he's like he's being so mean to the kids, and they're all just innocent kids. <laughs> no, they were yeah. fucking psycho kids, man. <laughs> they're they're they voice like kids too, they, but they looked like old people. 
They're yeah, that's a yeah. side effect of the they're medication. Like, they're yeah. like Emperor Pilaf from Dragon Ball. <laughs> also, I like how when they were like, uh, I don't know, trying to scare Tetsuo or something, they were like teddy bears and like a cartoon car. Oh, hell no, yeah. That's, that scene was awesome. Creepy. Yeah. The oh nightmare scene or whatever. Oh, yeah. We should also mention that like the second half of this movie is like absolutely grotesque like oh yeah yeah a lot of violence it's like a lot of body violence for guts. kids yeah some trippy visuals like the teddy bear and the cars and the milk yeah that was weird swimming through milk and it's all like i mean beautifully animated and animated animated on Sorry. ones one frame per 24 so yeah, it's the- 24 frames per second and they did a drawing per frame, which anime usually doesn't do that. Usually, yeah, anime yeah, is animated on like twos or threes. Like t- TV anime, a lot of time is like even on threes. Yeah, so I know, like yeah. the Spider-Man movie. What was it? The animated one into the into Spider Verse. The yeah, they the specifically animated it like twenty-four FPS, but like six images per second so it had like a comic book feel oh yeah. nice i yeah, remember yeah. reading that somewhere. yeah the way that movie moves is amazing it's fucking awesome but i need to watch that still but yeah well that's one of my it's favorite right. scenes by the way is when tetsuo <gasps> wakes up and murders everyone it's i thought spider verse is the best marvel movie how dare you no the best one is uh i don't know thor ragnarok oh that's, that's that whatever apparently one. never we'll bring it. that up later anyway <laughs> the freaking so I, n- now at this point, Tetsuo is pissed and the meds are wearing off. He hasn't taken any of them in a while because he just spent the last two, three hours, you know, tearing he's looking up the for city. meds. Yeah, he's tearing up the city looking for shit. He fought, he, like, kills he fought old bartender. Uh, Kanida for like, you know, 20, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. And then he went up into the space and destroyed a laser. Dude, the fight, oh, the fight right, scene with Kanida was like, dope. Oh, it's so good. The there's a couple of them. They use like the weapon of last resort on him. And all it did was clip his arm. Yeah, yeah. Because Kanada gets like this special laser cannon hip gun thing. It's battery powered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a backpack laser. Well, the and backpack he's just, thing like, he's wearing is a battery. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's blasting him with it. So yeah. anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like now, Tesso is starting to feel like something that they don't explain very well in the movie. Um, is that the reason why the kids look the way they do? The espers look the way they do is because it's a side effect of the medicine to keep, which the medicine is to keep their body intact while the Akira flows uh, goes through them. Tetsuo just having this power and then overusing it a shit ton for the past fucking four or five hours, he is now, and has not taken any meds, he is now feeling like the full effect of like his body in every atom, every skin cell, every neuron every every regular it's realizing cell. its full potential basically yeah they're evolving faster than his than he can you know handle yeah. so like it's on Didn't yeah they say it was like an amoeba yeah they're like, the the k was talking about how akira is like an amoeba and like it basically that's what tetsuo is becoming and he's just all he knows is to devour yeah, like an amoeba's like biological instincts within like the abilities of a human or whatever. Yeah. So like and in this case the abilities of like an evolved human and esper or whatever. So of course every character meets at the fated place. Kanada and Kago there, Kauri's there, 
and which is Tetsuo's girlfriend, and then oh, and and the the, the military the general. That guy the, was pretty. He was pretty cool in the movie. The colonel, yeah, he's badass. Um, mm-hmm. was, he, he, was he different in the manga? More, he, no, in the, well, in the manga he's the same, except he yeah because of he's the, actually a little bit more of a badass. But then like he he starts like he kind of like goes rogue and and like defies the government and stuff like that and he becomes like this well, lone I mean, wolf oh, yeah, dude, character. I in this one he that. did like government. do a military coup so right yeah that's dope there's, man there's also there's there's one character in the <laughs> manga that it. i wished was in the um in the movie um some do you remember her name is her name the is badass yes, yes yes the badass chick with the What's fucking chiaco well, anyway. her name is chiaco, chiaco. And what does she do? She fucking hits a dude with a missile, and then she launches it at him, and then he goes flying in the sky and blows up. Yeah. Nice. She okay, swings cool. it like a bat, and then she fires it. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, she's badass. Um. Uh. But yeah, no, read the manga. But like, so so now <laughs> I can't read now. Tetsuo now Kaneda <laughs> is is finally just <laughs> like he's over it. He's ready to just fucking kill his friend and be like dude you gotta stop that's enough i'm gonna fucking take you down and the colonel's like no wait i can take him back to the lab and get him medicine he'll be fine and it's like no but it's too late so now tetsuo starts turning into this big fucking baby uh, ass thing it's a big amoebic yeah. blob and he looks like a it's baby it's just a big ass blob dude south park made fun of this with rosie o'donnell yeah <laughs> you guys Christ. remember that <laughs> yeah anyway um, that was so, fucking hilarious. So <laughs> anyway, so he starts turning into. Well, wow, sounds like, like Rosie O'Donnell fan. All right, I'm not. Yeah. I just hate South Park. It's stupid. So anyway, it kind of sucks. Um, um, John, yeah, like he fun. like he like lost control after he tried to like reconstitute his arm after he lost it. Right, um, and that sort of like stirred on his sort of yeah like, became a machine arm mixed with his flesh. Yeah. Right, and then like he couldn't stop like absorbing shit. Right, so basically, and the... there was a pair of testicles on on the monster too. You can spot. And that they showed it scene. for like thirty seconds. That was weird. Just a close up, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Dude, they were pretty good balls, man. So they looked nice. The image of him Shaven. looking like a like a fetus. It almost is kind of like evolution coming full circle, as his body is evolving many, many, many times over. So he is just this big, huge mass, and uh, he is basically evolving uh, faster per minute than anyone does in a lifetime. So it's like, uh, in order to stop this, uh, the three espers somehow are able to... um, I don't know what they do. They go into the glowing light, which is like a black hole or something. they, 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 They are somehow able to like re re like make an ephemeral like re like pray for an ephemeral version of akira and he kind of shows a, a body form he kind of shows a physical form for a second and it's akira like an entity. yeah and akira causes another explosion and that explosion absorbs uh tetsuo and i should mention like at this point he has like absorbed his girlfriend on accent like she's dead he can't stop oh, dude, it, he's like, screaming for her. help she gets like literally squeezed like an orange yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and he feels it which is like the worst part mm-hmm. like he's he can he's no longer like uh angsty teen who's like i'll show you who's tough it's like i mean at this point he's screaming for help his he can't control his body it's just absolute body horror yeah yeah. 
So the the importance of that scene though is like, where did Tetsuo and the Espers go, and where did Akira go, right? And like, he's before like he's like a, he even absorbed Kaneda at one point, and then like the explosion goes away, and then Kaneda's back like in Neo Tokyo, and he was like, what the fuck? And while he was in there, he was having all these memories of childhood Tetsuo and meeting him as he a was kid. basically like Shinji when he got absorbed in the yeah internet. spoilers yeah, <laughs> but the right after. After everything is over and it ends right before the credits roll, it shows like this blinding light, and then all you hear is "I am Tetsuo," because he's ascended to like a godlike state. He's like into another plane, and like people, I, the way I took it was, he has ascended to another plane, and he's there. He's gonna create a new universe from there. And instead of saying like "I am God," you know, he's "I am Tetsuo," and he's like gonna sure. start. It ends like rather abruptly. The from, movie, yeah. I mean, it ends literally right after he says that. Like, right on the climax, yeah. pretty much. There's not really much falling action. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's the universe he creates or whatever with the espers, because they sort of, they cause the second explosion. And then, or the I guess the second fall of Tokyo, I guess you'd call it. But, uh, and then is the stuff that takes place with them, is that like sort of, I don't know, a parallel universe where he goes, I am Tetsuo. It's just a prequel to Evangelion. So then there's Tokyo 3. It's <laughs> just a prequel to yeah, there's Tokyo yeah. 3. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it literally kind of is. <laughs> kind of. Hot, that's a hot take right there. Yeah. Prove, yeah, it, prove me wrong. Like, prove me wrong. Change my mind. That's a 35-minute YouTube theory video. But yeah, so like the, I think the chemtrails, chemtrails re- turn the frogs gay. <laughs> the reason why, oh shut the, oh my god. The Dude, reason why tinfoil hats. The reason why that's important though is like it's it's almost like I mean it's it's such a fucking iconic thing like that that image of Tetsuo becoming like this fucking baby weird fetus blob thing. Yeah, is like just like a grotesque. Yeah, mask he's huge. He's like, like the size of the stadium. Well, not quite, but he's like half the size. He's filling up mm-hmm. the inner part of the the bowl. He's filling up the bowl like a giant turd. Basically, mm-hmm. right, and like, and obviously, like you heard Nick make references to like two other shows before. Like, it's it's such like an iconic thing that people make fun of it, you know. Like, and they use it in their work because it's such like a a weird fucking thing, you know. But, yeah, it's like that scene and like the motorcycle skid scene. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like, those yeah. are the two big ones. And different like smaller scenes, like uh, Kanye West had a music video with. With one Kanye West is obsessed with Akira. Yeah, he yeah, he loves an anime so. fan. Yeah. That rules. Yeah, he um, like he, his, he replicated uh, the scene where Tetsuo wakes up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks now, and I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of does. Look, that. but yeah, stronger was like based off Akira. Yeah. Artists stronger are all crazy. Video, Artists are not people. We need to understand that they are not people. Which okay? is funny because like stronger referenced uh, or sampled the Daft Punk song, and Daft Punk they have a whole album that's an anime i don't think it just sampled it it was like a it was like a cover yeah it was like a cover. Oh, interstellar interstellar but let's get into the some of like the the sound and and shit man like the soundtrack is really good the music in this movie was yeah, actually who, who did the music again it was uh some group that didn't do anything else it well they 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 actually wrote it before Geno watching Gumi. it they, oh really? Yeah, they composed yeah. it before actually watching it, which is hilarious. That's sick. Yeah, and they then, they created it. It's like a, it's a group, but but it but it actually like ended up working out 
and then they only oh, had I mean, to remix it was a couple great. things. The soundtrack is like one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, they're called Geno Yama, Yamashiragumi. Ja- yeah, it's a Japanese said. musical collective founded in 1974. Yeah, um, eighty different styles of traditional music and mixes modern and uh, synthesizers. Mix of styles. Yeah, I'm not a musician. I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, side they, tangent. If 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 you guys want to hear a really good um, music podcast, just like an episode, Binge Mode just released the Star Wars music episode where they they talk about John Williams and all that and like nice, influences dude. and like how how his songs were like created and, and and all that and they actually go a little bit into like you know they they touch on the music theory a little bit so it's fucking sweet, dude. Simon, you would love that. I, I'm gonna link that to you. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna I'd also to like that. to say that they are paying anime sub. Uh, Anime Summit podcast. Oh, yeah, we're sponsored. $300 yes. to mention that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway. And before we get to our final impressions, <laughs> yeah. we have a word from our sponsors. Um, Clash anyway. Royale. Anyway. It's a mobile no, okay, game. Shut up. Anyway, play. shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, so like fucking the music is really good, though. Like it, they, they had to change a couple of things after they watched it because obviously like they wrote it before. But like mm-hmm. it wasn't that much actually and it ended up working out which is it's kind of like how the pillows is related to fooly cooly yeah the music was first and they animated it around that or wait did akira do it the opposite way well no well they hired they hired them to do it yeah and not only that but also um otomo otomo wanted to record the 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 voice acting before the animation usually it's the other way around but he yeah. actually oh, and, the, and they it. did the yeah the the lip syncs. No wait, no the lip syncs were. Oh yeah 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 the, you got it right the, you got it right. Yeah, the voice recording was an adaption for they the matched animation. the animation. They they matched the animation to the, the lip syncs instead yes. of the other way around, which other is way the way around. that almost all anime is done, where it's like they they animate they it first, animate and then the it actors first. have to match yes. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because they don't want to spend that much that many frames animating a mouth yeah so yeah which like if you want to make it like look natural that's the way to do it i suppose right 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 like the other thing i think is cool is like the uh the music in this it's all like very i don't know how you describe it but like very heavy percussive and stuff but also not like doesn't sound like popular music. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm so tired of the the standard anime music. Right. And like this and like uh, Ghost in the Shell. Those, like yeah, the they have similar sounding one. music. Yeah. I think that's very cool. That's always like a, I don't know, a cool thing to do. Well, and we, we talked about use, the music in Ghost in the Shell in our, in our episode of that. They definitely use tra- a lot of traditional Japanese instruments. So... Like in Akira, they have, they have like those like xylophone kind of instruments playing, but then also they mixed in like that '80s feel of futuristic kind of aspect, and that's that. I feel like that's what makes it so great because of the traditional Japanese instruments that they use, and it's the same thing in in Ghost and in the Shell with yeah, that like with those the are chanting. Very very like. Japanese, I guess, yeah. is what you call it. Like, you wouldn't be confused. Like, I guess, like a Blade Runner, this sort of like synth-heavy thing. 
Mm-hmm. You could kind of think like, is it like a German thing? Is it like a French thing? Is it an American thing or whatever? But this is like very distinctly Japanese, mm-hmm. which works with obviously the Tokyo setting. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, this film it's, is uh, it's tied into the themes, and it kind of uh, it, it's it's like a. It's like the umami for uh, you know shokugeki some, right? It, it brings out the flavor, umami. the umami of yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't really describe that very well, but <laughs> it's ser- the music Ooh, serves the scene and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think also that like main theme, right? Like as the first motorcycle chase is happening. Yeah, he's going through like the uh, jukebox, and it's like. The Doors, Cream, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, they had, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so goofy. And then he's like, oh, okay, the clowns are out. And then he chooses one, drives off, and it's just that, like, very percussive, like, Tetsuo Kanada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the, right when you first see Joker from the clown gang. With his tricycle. Yeah, and he's like, it's like that That song is like, oh, he, yeah. ah, like, like, oh, just, dude, that reminds I mean, me that... of uh, Dragon's theme from uh, Ping Pong a little bit. Dude, it kind of, it actually Ping Pong the animation? Yeah, oh. it actually kind of does. Yeah, that's the soundtrack. Yeah, now that's the soundtrack. That's a 10. Creamy? Soft? Sweet? <laughs> Look, if we haven't convinced you, if like, if you're one of those people out there right now who's all like, Nah, I haven't watched it. Never will. It seems like, uh, you know, blah, blah, two hours. Oh, too long, confusing movie. Uh, look, stop being a butt sniffer, dude. Just watch it. It's a yeah. cult classic. It's it's not a cult classic, Danny. It's a mainstream classic. It is. It's totally mainstream. This is a pillar of anime. It's and a pillar pop of culture, film. Pretty much. Yeah, pop culture for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like If I you get- like art... You gotta watch it. I guarantee there's something that you watched, whether it was a cartoon or a movie or whatever, that referenced this. Actually, one I can name right now, the movie Chronicle. The found footage oh, film not with many the three people kids. saw that, though. What? Not many people saw that. Are you serious, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. Wait, what year was this? That Chronicle? sounds like such a generic name. Like It was All like right. 2013, 2014. All right. You've never seen, you guys never seen it? I've heard oh. the word Chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the Narnia movies? Chronicles of Are Narnia. Are you guys yeah, serious right yeah, now? You should use the full title. Dude, Chronicles great, dude. It's yeah, these Chronicles three kids and one of the fucking nerdy... religious from Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The this fucking nerdy in, kid yeah. is filming everything, and they go into this cave where they find some alien shit, and they get, like, these crazy telepathic powers. Yeah. Oh, actually, who directed that? Uh, uh, Josh, Josh Trant. Josh, wait, Josh what? Trank. What are we talking about T-R-N-K. now? What did he do recently? Okay, we got some side-ass yeah, movie totally that off. no one's seen. Totally Meanwhile. No, okay, okay. But yeah, this is like an anime where people who haven't seen it know, you know, it's guess, definitely tropes or like scenes from it. The movie, yeah, the movie definitely influenced a lot of Western films, like The Matrix with the whole stopping yeah, the, Matrix. the bullets and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, I, I don't know. If it, I think The Matrix. The Matrix was the first one to do the bullet time thing, but like as a general sci-fi. Well, influence. it was influenced by Akira because Akira yeah. did it first. So 
Akira didn't do bullet time, though. That was the Matrix. No. Okay. No. Akira did the bullet stopping in midair. Yeah. Yeah, well, but not like where he he does the limbo. Not that. I'm not talking about <laughs> that, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking game. about... The Matrix invented the limbo. Are you talking about the Atani, the, the <sighs> something circus? No, I am talking about the bullet stopping. Like fucking. So when the tank shoots Neo, at Tetsuo yeah. and he blocks and the bullet stops three feet in front of him and explodes or whatever. In the Matrix, Neo puts his yeah, hand out, stops the bullets second in front of him, and they just fall to the ground. Okay, well, anyway. I believe that's what she's talking about. Yeah. Oh, exactly Stranger what Things. I'm talking about. Stranger Things. There you go. Right, that's, a, that's a modern one. Psychic Kids. <laughs> anyway, I would definitely recommend watching oh, yeah, the movie Chronicle right. if you've seen Akira because it's like a direct, almost direct inspiration pretty much of it. I'm wondering if Giant Robo was influenced by it at all. Probably a little bit. I bet it was. I bet you Giant if you Robo go back really and watch Giant Robo now, there definitely would be like, oh. Because like the, the, the energy source they have, it's like this big explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Giant Robo is like also post-apocalyptic a little bit too. Uh, like I, an, vaguely, yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Guys, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, you guys should just watch it. Don't be a little bitch. And then you should, honestly, you should. The manga and the movie are two different things. You could one won't ruin the other. Just do both right now. Yeah. Do it right now. I read it when when Sam and I did the Akira for the manga book club. I was in awe by it, and just by talking about it right now makes me want to watch it. Oh no, uh, read it again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, and also, JP, I'll give you 10 seconds to shout out anything you got going on right now. Uh, nothing. Nice. But <laughs> what I will say is cool. Is, <laughs> nice, uh, nice. I like the uh, the short, uh, I guess, biker gang member with a tie who survives. He's a cool character. Oh, that dude where his bike's on fire at the end? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sort of just like a nobody, but he ends up making it. I like him. He's an inspiration Dude. to us all. Yep. We all hope can make it. Hope to make it like he does, I guess. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll his own name a tie. Is, his name is Kai, <laughs> yeah. if you wanted Kai? to know. Yeah, Kai. Kai and K. Yep. In Canada. Yeah, maybe they should get together. Kai, K, and Canada, yeah. and Kauri. They no can nice. yell out their own name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that we forgot to mention, that literally uh, they... Tetsuo and Kaneda pretty much just shout out their names 50 billion times. That was that yeah, Naruto yeah, yeah. and Sasuke, yeah, they got their script. inspo from that. For sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tetsuo, Kaneda. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, you should fucking watch it. It's on Hulu. It's on, uh, I think it's on Amazon. 2B TV. It's on 2B TV. Is, I mean, is just actually download very convenient. it. Yeah. Don't like, sign up for some dumb thing for it. Just download it. It's free. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah you can watch it on desktop or you can download the app. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Tubi TV is better. It's better quality. Torrents, you can find, and it's yeah, torrents. It's better. It's like in between the quality of torrents and um, like the other the unofficial streaming sites, because like those sites have it at a lower at a lower uh, resolution. So I would not recommend watching this in anything other than like the top quality. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray, and I think when I bought it, it was like ten or twelve bucks. So yeah, you can. It's pretty affordable. It's been released. I think I just times. I just checked the Amazon on Amazon. You can get it for fifteen bucks the Blu-ray. So yeah, that's not too bad. It's worth having in your collection as a even just as a film for sure. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful film. Yeah, and like the animation alone, on, like this is probably like a top 
three anime like film in terms of animation. Maybe I mean, number cut one, out, honestly, like, but Miyazaki films because they're sort of <laughs> on like a tier. No, no, no. This no. is this is better than most of them. If you look at it, and t- like you gotta ignore some of the character designs. Like Odomo character designs have like the same face going on. I guess Miyazaki True. Miyazaki does too. <laughs> they all, all their faces look the same. But like, I guess maybe I just have like a soft heart for Miyazaki films. Yeah, like you might like the the style better, but this has has like just more shit going on. It's like this red line and like maybe Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away. They're they're all up there. I think Spirited Away probably. And just in terms of animation, yeah. Yeah. It's for grown-ups. No kids allowed. It is. It's absolutely not for kids. <laughs> yeah, Danny. Whoa, excuse me. If we can close on one thing. One, it's a great movie. You should watch it. And you should rewatch it. Uh, but also, how cool of a tagline. Neo Tokyo is about to explode. <laughs> like, There's a sick tagline. Oh, I'm drawn in. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> And then, like, the motorcycle's cool, too. The motorcycle's it's okay. Got a, it's got a sticker that says Canon, like the camera. That's cool. That There's also a quick shout-out of, of um, the... Have fun the, editing the, song. The manga, the manga um, magazine that Akira was published. Um, one of the... During the scene with the, the mob riots and Kay was walking through the people there's a guy with a shirt that says young on it and that was a tribute to um uh, young jump young weekly jump Magaz- yeah young jump weekly that's cool and then there's also a clip in the michael jackson music video for scream okay there you go <laughs> god fucking me let's just give our random facts <laughs> yeah i know i'm just like i'm trying to like random facts quick get out of here they that invented means- 50 new colors for this movie because it was filmed at night <laughs> <laughs> Akira was filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> I'm Sam. That's Kaneda. That's K. That's Tetsuo. And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. And I'm the little freak psycho kid with the blue.